November 13, 1974, a 23-year-old man by the name of Ronald J. DeFeo Jr. murdered six members of his family with a rifle while they slept in their beds at night. He killed his parents, Ronald Sr. and Louise, along with his brothers and sisters, Dawn, Allison, Mark and John. For more on the murder details, watch out for mini monsters later in the week. At first, DeFeo claimed he had found their bodies after the murders and even blamed the mass killing on a hitman. But by the next day, he confessed his sins and admitted that it was he who had killed his entire family. The why behind his crimes was never clear, as his story changed over the years. First, he said he had heard voices. Later, he said other members of his family helped him. Many have tried to figure it out themselves. Was DeFeo after his father's life insurance money? Did he have a psychotic break? Did his history of drug use play a role or was it something more supernatural and unexplainable? It was a story that stuck with people. How could a man kill his entire family like that and how could he do it all alone without any of them hearing it, getting out of bed and fighting back? DeFeo was found guilty of the murders at trial and sentenced to 25 years to life in prison and it was there he stayed until his death in 2021. The Lutz family moved into the Amityville Horror House in 1975. A year later, George and Kathy Lutz bought the house cheap, aware of the home's grisly history, and moved in with Kathy's three young children. The couple had the house blessed by a priest named Father Ralph Pecorero, who claimed he heard a mysterious deep voice telling him to get out. It was then he said he was slapped by an unseen force and later blisters formed on his hands. When the Lutz moved in, their traditional haunted house tropes began. Doors slammed on their own, beds moved, ooze formed on the carpet, strange smells came and went, and the house stayed extremely cold no matter how they tried to heat it. George said he would wake up almost every night at 3.15am, the same time the murders happened. One night he said he even woke to find Cathy levitating over the bed. Less than a month into living in their new home, the family bailed, leaving everything behind. Naturally, paranormal investigators wanted to get involved and visited the house in droves. Among them were the famous couple Ed and Lorraine Warren of The Conjuring and Annabelle fame. Nothing out of the ordinary was ever noticed by those who visited the house, outside of a photo taken that claimed to be the ghost of one of the young murdered DeFeo children. Manny, though, claimed that it was most likely a member of the team and probably a hoax. Why she didn't see anything, Lorraine Warren said that she could feel a presence, telling CNN in a 2005 interview that what happened in the house was the personification of evil, how evil can personify itself, how it can be attracted in certain situations. Was the Lutz family lying? It is true that the Lutz only lived in the home for 28 days. It is true that investigators descended on the home, but what can't be proven are the paranormal claims the family made. Many have determined that the Lutz made it all up for a financial claim, as the popular book is based on conversations with the family. Before speaking with the eventual book's author, George Lutz contacted DeFeo's lawyer, William Weber, who was trying to get a book written about his client. Weber told ABC how Lutz got drunk when telling his story and how he was just creating ideas. When asked if Weber believed Lutz, he said absolutely not because they were just making a commercial venture. 
It was indeed such a venture, for the Lutz reportedly made $300,000 for Anson's book. There are so many claims about the haunting all being a hoax for a financial gain, from reports that the, that the priest never visited the home to reports that the police were never called, even though the book said that they were. It should be noted that no other family who has lived inside the home since, and a family lives there to this very day, have ever claimed to experience supernatural events there. You could go back and forth with those who believed in ghosts and demons and by every aspect of the, of the lost story, and those who don't believe and think it's all BS. That controversy, after all, is part of the appeal after all of these decades for a haunted house existing in reality is just too surreal for many. Whether the Lutz story is true or not doesn't really matter. A book and movie came out of it, but no one was harmed. It's the actual 100% true story with the DeFeos where the real horror is found. More frightening than things that go bump in the night is the reality of a human being giving in to an indescribable madness and committing the most horrific crime imaginable. Ghosts and ooze and mysterious voices are all creepy, but it's the new stories we hear about that keep us up at night. Only the Lutz knew that if, if they were lying or not. Ronald J. DeFeo Jr. wasn't lying about what he did. That really happened and there are six graves altogether in a cemetery to prove it. The only mystery is the motive. DeFeo was always changing his story and only he knew the real one from the lies. He took that with him to his own grave, leaving a mystery that has captivated millions for almost half a century. If you like that, then listen to our main show every Wednesday on all good podcast providers. It's Alive Alive, the really, really fake true crime horror podcast. All the guts and gore, none of the guilt. See you on Wednesdays.